Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Help of Hashem, we are learning Bavakama Dav Kuf Yud. We left off on Dav Kuf Yud, 11 lines from the top of the Amid. Quickly recapping, firstly, as the Rambam says, that Moshe Rabbeinu was the one that established eight Mishmarais of the Kahanim. Even though really, whenever a carbon Sibar is brought, all the Kahanim should have the rights to be able to go into the lottery, to participate in the offering of the carbon, in the eating of the meat of the carbon, the hides of the carbonis that go to the Kahanim, which are the oirais, the hides of Kachikachim, should be divided amongst all the Kahanim. So he organized that they should make a deal. So they made a rotation system. Every group served for one week. They started somewhere in the middle of Shabbos until the middle of the next Shabbos, and they rotated. And only the Kahanim of that Mishmar were the ones that participated in the Avaidah, meaning in the offering of the carbon, that participated in the eating of the meat and of receiving of the hides, etc. And as we spoke out yesterday, quoting from Chitas last week, Rashi, that Bimei Shmuel and David, it grew, the Kahanim grew, and they went from being eight Mishmaris to 24 Mishmaris of Kahanim. Okay, now, we learned the following that if a Kayan himself is offering the carbon, even if he's bringing it not during his week, not during his Mishmar, he has the right to, to offer it, and he has the right to eat all of the meat and get all of the height. And furthermore, we learned yesterday that whatever a Kayan is able to do himself, he has the right to appoint another Shliach, which means that if a Kayan brings a carbon, not only is he allowed to offer it, but he can give it, he can appoint any other kain, even not a kain from that week's mishmer, to offer it. And here we are dividing the offering of the carbon, shechita, the Kabbalah, the hoylacha, the zrika, into one category, and the avoida in our Gemara refers to the eating of the meat and receiving of the oid as another category. And as we spoke out yesterday, that a kain who is a balmum, a balmum is not allowed to offer the carbon. So therefore, he can never appoint a shliach to offer it on his behalf, even if he's a kayan. But being that a kayan of Almum is allowed to partake of the meat, so therefore, if he brings his own carbon, even though he cannot offer it, even though he cannot appoint a shliach, but as far as receiving all of its meat, he gets all the meat and the air, or he can appoint a shliach to get all of the meat and all of the all of the air. That's where we left off yesterday. all based on what he himself was allowed to do, and we separate the avoid the meaning. And the shechita, kabbalah, hoylocha, and zrika is one category, and the other category, which are not, one is not dependent on the other, is that what the Gemara here calls the avoida, which means eating the meat, it's an avoida, and receiving the height. Says the Gemara, Amar, okay, 11 lines from the top of the Here we're speaking about the entire Mishmar being Tame. And there is the concept of Tuma Hutra Batsibur. Our Gemara goes more according to the opinion that Tuma Dhuya Batsibur. Hutra means that if everyone is Tame, Tuma is not even an issue. Means it's an issue, as we'll see in a moment, but there's no option, and the communal carbonis are brought. So if a carbon sibur is being brought, and one of the kahanim that are tame wins the lottery, as we learned in Yuma, how they made the lottery, so now it's his avoid, let's say, to get the Kabbalah, he also can appoint a shliach, whatever 
if I'm a coin, whatever I'm going to do, I can appoint someone else to do. Im then he can give it to any other coin. Here, there's an interesting machlaikis whether he can only give it to another coin of that mishmer. Because by a carbon sibur, we're not speaking about a coin who's bringing his own carbon. It's a carbon sibur. But he won the lottery to do that part of the service. So he can appoint either a coin from that mishmer, or now that it's mine, I'm a coin, I can appoint any coin on my behalf. However, the avoid and the oida, avoid means eating of the meat and getting of the hide. His chalik in it cannot, he cannot appoint a shliach, la'anshe mishmer. And the Gemara is going to write it, we have to clarify, hey chidami, hold on, what are we referring to? If in this group the archahanam that are tohar, so tameyim mi matzu avdi, tuma is only the chuya betzibur. So if the reiv kahanim are tamei, but you have some kahanim that are tohar, if it's only the chuya, that means essentially we don't want the tummy to do the service, but being that there's no option, we overlook the problem. If there is another option, we should never overlook a problem. Elama, there are no other to hide him. If there are no other to hide him, then not only is a kain who's tummy allowed to do the avaydah, the, the important rule to know, we learned this all in Yuma, that when everyone is tummy, the avaydah needs to be done of the public karbanais. But eating the meat is never permitted betuma. So the meat is not eaten. So the eat the leka to hide him. He's not allowed to have it. Correct. No one is allowed to have it. So no one should get the meat. And no one should get to hide. Because by the way, that's another din we're seeing here the whole time. That getting the oil is linked, is connected to eating the meat. So taka in a case where everyone is tummy and no one eats the meat, no one should get to hide. Just, I don't know, I burn it. It's not burn it because, I'm thinking a lot because the Kahanam who did the Avoida, they touched the meat. And if I remember correctly, all the Senyuma, that normally meat has to be Mokshal Kabul Tuma. But when it comes to the holiness of Kachim, you don't need there, according to many opinions, for the meat to become Mokshal Kabul Tuma. So the Kain who's Tameh, who shechted it, made the whole thing Tameh. If I'm not mistaken. So answers the Gemara, Answers the Gemara, Amarava, Gavaldika answer. And we also learned this yesterday by the, uh, the Balmum. That most of the Kahanim are Tommy. You have some Kahanim that are Tahar, but they're Balamumim. What did we learn about a Balmum? That a Balmum, perfect, he's Asur Bavaida, but a Balmum gets to eat. So it's fantastic. So as far as the Avoid is concerned, no one is qualified. Balmumim are not qualified. And the wholesome Kahanim are Tameh. So since you have no option, So they made a lottery. And that's what Rabbi Sheshis is saying. The one who won the lottery, since he won, he can do it, or he can be appointed any other Kayin as his Shliach. As far as the Basar and the Oyer, you have members of that Mishmar that are Balimumim. So therefore, the kain who won cannot appoint anyone to take his meat. He's tummy. He's not. He's not shaykh to the meat. Who gets it? All of the kahanim in that mishmar that are uh, that are bali mumen to him, they get the avodasa, meaning the meat and the hide. Amar Ravashi says Ravashi further on this concept that im hayekain gadol oinen. So what we have a kain of oinen is a person who lost one of his or her seven relatives. Father, mother, brother, sister, that's not married. Son and daughter, 
and spouse, these are the seven relatives for which one has to halachically mourn. And during the day of the passing, before nightfall, whether they're buried or not, they are called an oinen. Now the halacha is, a koyin who is an oinen is not allowed to do the avayda, nor is he allowed to eat the meat, even if he's not tamay, simply because he's an oinen. The koyin gadol, as we learned in Shemini, when Aaron Akoyin sadly lost his two sons, so the avoida is allowed to be done by a koyin gadol, but he cannot eat. That was the whole thing, that when they burned the meat of the chatos, and Moshe Rabbeinu reprimanded Aaron's children, really he meant Aaron, so Aaron HaKoyin responded, that eating, even an oinen cannot eat. So here we go. So a koyin gadol who's an oinen, again being that the avoida he's allowed to do, Whatever a kain gadol can do, he can appoint in another shliach. However, being that the kain gadol who is an oinen cannot eat the meat, so avidasa here means the meat and the hide. La'anche mishmar goes to the mishmar. He cannot partake of it. He cannot appoint anyone to partake on his behalf. Says the Gemara, Michael For this we need a rava. Tanina, we learned this in Abraisa that kain gadol is makriv oinen. Even though he's an oinen, can do the avoda. Ve'eno oichel, he can't eat. And here, the Braisa adds another interesting detail. I take it back. I meant Ravashi. Thank you. And ve'eno chaylik lechol la'erev. Another interesting thing. Midai raisa aninus only goes till nightfall. Eating the meat of a carbon that was properly brought during the day can be eaten even at night. Right? Normally, liyoyim v'layla. So one might have thought that the Kohen Gadol, even though during the, the shechting of the carbon, during the avoid of the carbon, he's an Ainan, but being that the meat can be eaten at night, and at night he won't be an Ainan, so therefore maybe he should be able to partake of the meat, because during this man of Achilles Basad, he will be qualified, and more than that, even though Rashi points out that Aninus Midairaisa only goes until sunset. Midrabanan Aninus goes into the night. There are people that learn in Rashi that there are scenarios that even Midrabanan Aninus won't go into the night. Which will be, for example, if they bury the person during that day. And we'll learn about this in Moed Katan in next cycle again. But even in a case where even Midrabanan, he will be allowed to eat the meat at night. Since during the Shechita, he's not allowed to eat the meat. So he has no chilek in the Avoidos of That's what the Braise is telling you. Bottom line is, you have a kasha. We see from the Braise that a Kohen Gadol cannot, can be makiravainan, and he can't eat. So, of course, we already know that whatever you can do, you can appoint someone else to do, who answers the Gemara Sakha. I mean, I would have thought that Kichos, Rachmana, Alei, the Kohen Gadol, that's only Likaruvei, who? Maybe, even regarding the Shechita, maybe it's an exception that was made for the Kohen Gadol, Shechita, Kabbalah, Hoylach, and Zerika, simply because Hashem has Rachmana on him. But maybe, essentially, he's not qualified and he should not be able to appoint a shliach. We might have thought, that even by the Kohen Gadol Oinon, the rule stands. Whatever you could do, you can appoint someone else to do on your behalf, as long as that person is a Kohen. Oinon is during Midorai, so the day of death. Midorai, it goes into the night. It goes until the, until the 
Not, no, that's an ovel, not an oinen. So that, that's midrabbanan. Midoraisa, it's that day no matter what. All right, we shouldn't know of these dinim, and again, we'll get there in Moed Katan. Again, says the Mishnah. Moving on. What's beautiful in this Mishnah is, is that the Mishnah brings the whole Pasik. So when we're going to work with the Pasik that we spoke about yesterday, we're going back to this din, we have it all here in the Mishnah. If a person robs a convert, and again, we're speaking about a convert that after he converted did not have any children, meaning that when this convert passes away, they don't have any halachic heirs because the biological relatives of the convert are no longer going to inherit, inherit from him. Ger, this guy is So if a person robs from a ger, the and he takes a false oath denying the monetary obligation, umays, and now the convert dies. And yeah, quickly, Chazanin, we learned yesterday, according to Rabbi Yossi Haglili, that Mechila helps. We're speaking about a case that he was moida after the convert died. Because if he would have been moida before the convert dies, then he would be able to be moida. Then, then the fact that he was, the fact that he was moida and he owed the money to the ger, when the ger dies, everything the ger has is hefker. So it's as if he acquired it and he can be moichel himself. But let's go with Rabbi Kiva, that you can never be Michael yourself. So it could be that he was Maida before the Ger died. And he owes the Kenan Chaymesh Vashem to the Ger. And now the Ger dies. And another detail, let's go back to how we started yesterday's class. That even though theoretically the monetary obligation is owed to no one, because he owed it to the Ger. So the Ger died, so he was... He acquired it. But when it comes to the serious sin of not only robbing, but swearing falsely, there is an obligation to get rid of that money. You can't have that money. So you have to give it to someone to get your kapara. So the Torah says, we see from the Pasuk, you give it to Hashem. How do you give it to God Almighty? By giving it to the Koyen. As it says, and this is the Pasuk in Parshas Nosei, in Perik Hei, in Pasuk Ches, we're going to work with this Pasuk in the Gemara, if the man, the victim, doesn't have a closest kin, a halachic heir, which is again the ger, lahashiv, ha'ashem, elav, in order for the robber to return the guilt, meaning the ashem here refers to the money, to the robber, to the victim, the, to the victim. So says the pasik, ha'ashem, ha'mushav, lashem, that the guilt, the money, has to be returned to Hashem. How do you do that? Lakayan. The coin takes the place of God. Aside of the carbon ashram that has to be brought after the keren was paid. Now, says the Mishnah, if the robber finding out that the convert, that the victim died, is going out to the base of Mikdash, and the robber dies, and what's the, pro- what's the issue here is that, as we mentioned, the monetary ben Adam lachaveri obligation really goes away when the convert, the victim, died, because since all of his belongings are hefkir, so whoever owes money to the convert acquires it. The reason why the robber needs to still give it to Lashem Lakayin is in order for him to achieve kapara in kapara lamais, in kapara lamais, either because Misa is machaper or because it's too late. And it's some of the both. But you can't have kapara. 
And here he separated the money. So you would think once the money was separated, you got to give it anyway. Says the Mishnah, no. We'll see, we'll see in a moment. The money, even though it was separated, the money goes to the children of the robber. Because Taka now, there was never an obligation. Kapara is not Shaykh anymore. So there's no reason to give the money. So the robber's children get the money. Again, the Chiddush is, even though the money was separated. However, the Asham, the Asham that separated has a inherent Kedusha. And just like when it speaks about Kapara from money, Kapara from a carbon. If, a, if, the, if the owner of the carbon passes away, if the carbon is a Kapara carbon, Chatos or Asham, you cannot bring it. So by the chatos, the rule is, there are five chatois and mesois. We'll speak about this more in the Gemara. But the rule is, whichever scenario of a chatos is, the chatos has to be let to die by the asham. What do you do with this carbon? You can't bring it. For whom are you bringing it? For the robber. The robber died. He can't get a kapara. Are we talking about the, the, the heir died and the robber? Yes, yes. Now. Well, the, the kid of the robber is still living. I'm sure the order was... First, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, no, the guy passed away, so he's bringing it to the Beis Amigdash. Right. Then on the way there, the robber dies. The money goes back to the robber's children. The asham, like any carbon asham, what do you do with it? You can't offer it because the sinner cannot get a kapara. The sinner died. You cannot sell it because anything that has an inherent kedusha by kachim cannot be redeemed. You have to wait until it gets a blemish. You wait until it's unfit. We just had this word again yesterday in Chitas and Parshas Kiseitzei. They're Kalayim. Penigdash. Rashi brings down the Targum. Yistoav. Yistoav means unfit. And then, now that it's unfit, you sell it. You redeem it. The Kedusha goes into the money. And what do you do with the money? The money is used for a Nedava. Nedava is always... You buy a carbon oilas tzibur known as kaitz mizbeach, which means kaitz mizbeach, which means whenever the mizbeach is idle, we don't want the mizbeach to be sitting idle. The beauty of the mizbeach is that it's always being used. You offer dessert, and that is for the community. Now continues the Mishnah. What happens if nasanakes of la'anche mishmar? We spoke out yesterday. Who does the money go to? Even if the robber is a kayan. It goes to whenever he gets there, whoever the Mishmar is, they get that money. So he already gave the money to Anshi and Mishmar, and now Umeis, now the robber dies. The heirs cannot tell the Anshi Mishmar, hold on. The real, the purpose of giving of the money was for our parent to have a kapara. You only have a kapara when you give the money and you offer the carbon asham. He didn't live long enough to offer the carbon asham. So they can perhaps argue, if he didn't get the kapana anyway, so the giving of the money should be retroactively nullified. Says the Mishnah, we don't say that. Once he gave the money, they get to keep it. And here we're quoting the saying, Parshas Nasai, Pamidbar Hei, Pasik Yud, Pasik Ten, Once it was given, it stays with the Kayan. Referring to this case. Weiter in the Mishnah. When the Kahane, again, the Meshmul, the David, they were divided into 24 Mishmarais, each Mishmar had a name. So the first Mishmar of the cycle was called Yehoyariv. So if they gave the money to the Anshe Mishmar, the first one of Yehoyariv. We just spoke it out, we'll speak it out in the Gemara, that it's not retroactively nullified. And Va'asham, Liyed, Liyedaya. Doesn't he get a Kapara once he gives it? 
No, the full kapara is after the ashram is brought. We'll see this in the Gemara. Didn't have and and ain't kapara lamechza. We're gonna see a makas a sugya. We'll get to we'll get there today with Hashem himself. For ashram liyadaya and the ashram was given the next week to the name of the second mishmar called Yedaya, that was the name of the top guy in that mishmar, you're Yoytze. Why? Because that's taka the order. First the money, and then the Asham. We spoke this out on the mishmar Kuv Gimel. However, the point here is the opposite. If this robber first gave the Asham Le'yehoyariv, and the Asham was brought on the first week, and then he gave the money the next week to Yedaya, so the... the we say the following, if the animal was not offered, that's a good thing. So if the animal was not offered, the animal's offerings is only valid if the money was already given. So the money was given in the second week. If the, if the animal is there, they're perfect. Now you can offer the animal. And they are the only ones that get the basar and the oid. However, but if the animal is not kaya, meaning the asham was brought in week number one, and later the money was given, which means the asham really did not achieve anything, the asham only achieves kapara if the money was already received, so he has to give another carbon. Is Because of the rule the Mishnah tells us over here, when the person brings his robbery, referring to the money, if the money was returned, that's good. Yatsad. That's the way it should be done. But if Heviu Ashamay actually Hevi But if first the carbon Asham is brought and only then is the money given, Loyatsa. And by the way, this is not only in the case when the person steals from a convert and the convert is the one that passes away and the person has to give it Lashem Lakoyin. That goes to any Asham Gazelois. When, when everyone is living. Whether the convert is living, whether the, the victim wasn't the convert. The person first has to return. The Karen, that's what we learned on Kuv Gimel, and only then bring the carbon Asham. And here, what about the Chaimish, says the Mishnah? That Nasanasa Karen, the Lenasanasa Chaimish. If the person gave the Karen, and they didn't yet give the additional penalty of the Chaimish, and the carbon was brought before the Chaimish, doesn't matter. However, Rashi says at the end of the Mishnah, the way we're going to learn Pshat and Rashi, that you know what it means, that the Chaimish is not Ma'akiv, that if the Chaimish later will be given, then the Karban Hashem will be valid. But if this person will never give the Chaimish, you see the Rashi inside, then the Hashem will never be valid also. Which is quite amazing. Which the Keren has to be given before the Karban. But ultimately, Kapara can only be achieved when the Ganef, when the robber, when the Gazlan gives the Keren, the Chaimish and the Asham. Okay, we're going to learn a series of very simple braises, further clarifying these halachis of the Asham Gezelois, and specifically when their victim was a Ger who passes away without heirs, and Hashem says that the money has to be given, the Keren and the Chaimish, Lashem, Lakayin. Of course it can be. So if, if, if the Ger passed away between the Keren and the Chaimish, L'chura, L'chura, the, 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 no, no. So the Chaimish has to be given to the Kain. Oh, he said the Ger passed away. Yeah, yeah, it's a good question. Well, and, and, he gave the Keren to the Ger. And he brought to Asham. And now we're learning in Rashi that even though the Chaimish is not Ma'akev, it's not Ma'akev if it didn't happen before the Asham as long as it's brought afterwards. Okay, says the Gemara, Tan Rabbanan. We learned in the Braisa, Asham, that in Nasai Hei Ches, in the Parsha of the Asham Gezelois, the trader uses the word of Asham, that the guilt, referring to the money, 
goes to the canon. Notice when it says in the Pasik, you can follow the Pasik in the Mishnah. When it says, Ha'asham Hamushav Lashem, the Asham that's returned to Hashem should be given to the Kayin. So here the word Asham doesn't refer to the Karban Asham. The Asham goes to the canon. The word Hamushav goes to the Chaimish. Period. Says the Braisa, Kalashin of the Tanoim, Oy Enoy Ela Asham Ze Ayil. Maybe the Asham refers to the Karban Asham, which is a ram. Says the Gemara, what difference will it make what this word Asham means? No matter what the pshat in the Asham here is, one thing is for sure that the Keren and the Chaimish and the Karban have to be brought. Keren and Chaimish, Lashem Lakayin. The Karban goes on the Mizbeach. So who cares from what word do you learn it from? Says the Gemara, no, we care. Because if the word Asham here refers to the Ayel, then we would not accept the din that the Rava taught. That what did the Rava teach us? That guess like If the person robbed from the Ger, swore falsely, the Ger passes away, now the money has to be given to Kahanim. If the money was given to the Kahanim at night, and according to many Achreinim, and the Kahanim consumed that money before the break of dawn, before the morning. Lo Yatzah! Why? Because since the Torah unusually refers to this money as Asham, we give the dinim of Karbanais on the money. What's one of the dinim of Karbanais? You cannot bring a Karban at night. So if they brought the money at night, you're not Yatzah. You have to give the money again. Likewise, Hechziroi Chatzoyim. If he gave some of the money today, some of the money tomorrow, according to other, some of the money this Mishmar, some, some of the money to the next Mishmar, and the money that you gave to the first is no longer here, so then again, my Tama, what's it then by a carbon Asham? A carbon Asham, we learned this, has to have the value of two Saloyim. What happens if you have a genius that buys two animals? Each one is worth one Sela. And he offers them both as the Asham. You're not Yoytzeh. Because one act of shechita on an animal that has at least two saloyim. Not the sum total value at the end was of two saloyim. No, it's the same thing over here. You can't give it in halves. All these dinim Rava learned because the word asham here means the money. My time because asham kari rachmanam. So therefore, so therefore, if the word the Bryce is asking back, if the word asham taka means money, then we'll accept the dinim of Rava. Because if money is called Asham, you can't bring it at night. The money, you can't give the money in halves. If the word Asham refers to the animal, then, then we won't agree with the laws of Rava. Says the Braisa, When this Pasuk Ches ends with the words, you got to bring Asham Hamushav Lashem Lakoyin. Besides of the ale, besides of the ram, that's a raya that the Asham is not a ram. Have a Asham Zekeren. Perfect. Next. Tangi another Braisa. Asham Zekeren. Same thing. The word Hamushav goes to the Chaimish. Says the Braisa. Maybe the opposite. Maybe the word Asham goes to the Chaimish. And the word, you have to add, Mushav goes to the Keren. And again, Lamai Nafkemina. Tosavus asks, why can't you give the same Nafkemina? And whatever the answer is, second to last Tosavus remains with the question. But back over here in the Baraisa, maybe Asham goes to the Chaimish and Hamushav goes to the Keren. And La'afuki mimas nisen. I'll tell you what the Nafkemina will be. Because we learned in the Mishnah of the Tran that Nasan Laya Keren, if the owner returned the Keren and he did not return the Chaimish. And then the carbon Asham is brought. If the word Asham refers to the Chaimish, then it would be the opposite. Then Adarabah, Chaimish for sure would be Ma'akif. If 
The word Asham refers to the Chaimish because again, Asham implies, that, you know, you got, that's, that's your guilt. If you don't rectify your guilt, you can't bring a carbon. So it says the Braisa, when it says Kishu Aymer, and here we're going to Pasik Zion, when it says in Pasik prior to this, that Veheshiv or Vahashiv S, huh? Takamitz? Veheshiv S Ashamai Beroishai Vahamishi Soi. That you have to return the asham, which is the principal money, and its fifth. So clearly, you see already from Pasik Zion that the word asham refers to the keren, and therefore, talk about the Mishnah says the keren is the asham. The keren has to be brought before the carbon asham. But if you gave the keren and you didn't give the chaimish and you brought the carbon, then you're good. You get the kapara, adding with Rashi as long as later you bring the chaimish. As we learned in our Mishnah, asks the Braisa, How do you know that this whole Pasik Ches is referring to the problem of taking a, swo- uh, a oath which is false and then being Maida, Karen Vachaymish? Maybe the Pasik is speaking about a different case. A person wasn't Goizel, a person is a Ganath. That means he, he stole clandestinely. He hid. And now he was caught by Adam. And here there's a whole different rule. You've got to be, give back Kefal. The same thing. What happens if the, if the victim was a girl and the victim died? Maybe that's what the Pasuk is referring to. That you have to give back the principle and the Kefal. When it says, Again, when it says in Pasuk Zion that you have to give back the principle and its fifth. We're speaking about money that's paid back in its principle, which is not the case of Geneva, because by Geneva, you don't pay back the principle, you pay back Kefal. We're not speaking about Kefal. Now, by the way, the Rajvataka says that uh, if a person ganvid from a ger and the ger died, you don't pay Kefal. That's what Rajvataka is saying. When do you say that the person has to fulfill their obligation? Lashem, Lakayan. By the din of uh, swearing falsely, by the din of kefal, you only have to give back kefal if the victim is here, or if the victim has heirs. If the victim doesn't have heirs, then there's no din of kefal. Gufa, we learned before, and as the Gilean Hashas, Rabbi Kiva Eger points out, it's good to know these rules. Whenever the Gemara says gufa, and we're quoting something that we learned before, normally we're quoting it, and we will ask on it. Here we're going to quote a statement of Rava. And we're not going to ask anything on it. The only reason why we are quoting it is because we're going to quote other dinim that are linked to this din. But this is something unusual and he finds only one other place in the whole Shas where the Gemara goes, Gufa, Amar, someone. And we're not asking on that statement. Gufa, we learned above. That Amar, Rav, says, That if a person returned, again, the get died, and you're giving it, And when did you come to the Mishmar? At night. And you gave the money to the Kahanam at night. And let's add the words. And they used up all the money at night. They made a fabrengen. According to many Yachreinim, if the money was given at night, but the money is still be'en during the morning, is good. But there's nothing left. Lo yatsa. Likewise, if he gave it halves, machlekes, whether one half this week, one half the next week, that's the problem. Or even if he gave it to the same Mishmer on two different days. Also, lo yatsa. Aha. Mistama two different days. Good God, I don't know Danny. So my Tama, 
whatever the have to know by the ashram, it's clear. The animal has to be worth two slime. And there, even in two hours, even in two minutes, even at the same time, if I, who have to bring a carbon ashram, bring two animals, each one is worth one seller, and I give it to two different kahanim, the sheikh at the same second, it's not good. You can't bring it in halves. So my tama, ashram kari rachmano. Okay, and we're not debating that. But now, based on the same logic, linked to this din, when he returns it at the mishmar, and what did we learn yesterday? Even if the robber is the Kayan himself, it's divided amongst all the Anshayah Mishmar. Every member of the Mishmar needs to receive at least one fruta's worth. If there are so many members in the Mishmar, or the Gneva, the value was so little, that when you divide it, no one gets a Shava Pruta, then lo yotza, yidei chavasai. So Rashi says, what do you do? The, the, the Ganev, the robber, the Gazlan, has to add extra money from his pocket to make sure that when they receive it and they divide it, each one gets at least a Shavah Pruta. Why? Again, my Tama, because it says Ha'asham Hamushav. That's all based on what we learned before. The word Asham refers here in Pasuk Ches to the money. That the money that's being returned, again, what is Halachic money? At least a Pruta. If no one gets one Pruta, the money was not returned. Right? That's the last line in the Amid. If you look in the beginning of the line, Right? Umaisiv, I'm reading inside Rashi, Mishaloi Oid Lahashlim, that the Gazlan has to add. Right? Boy Rava, so Rava now asks the following question. That ain't boy Lamishmeris Yehoyariv. If, again, Yehoyariv was the first Mishmar of the 24 Mishmaris, and they had a lot of members. If the person gave it to that Mishmar, and dividing it amongst them would not give to each one a Pruta. However, Vyesh boy, turning to the Afkofiram and Bays, Oi Gavalt, it's getting late, Lamishmeris Yedaya who are a smaller group, if you would divide it in the smaller group, each one would get the Shava Pruta. Mao, what's the din? Clarifies the Gemara, what's your question? If this person brought it in the second week, So what are you speaking about? He gave it in the first week. He gave it in the first week, it's not good. So says the Gemara, no, loy. Tzricha, the question of Baya is, the the person came during the first week. Every 24 weeks, we're calling that first week the first week. He gave it during the time that Yehoyarev was serving. But he knew that dividing it amongst them won't give each one a Shava Pruta. So do we say that he never meant to give it to them, they should have it. He happened to be in Yerushalayim now. But he really meant to give it to the Anshay of the next week's Mishmar. And Lamayin Afkemina, can you bring the carbon now? That my miyamirina do we say even the love mishmartai who since this week the first week it's yehoyadavs it's not yedaya's cycle so v'loy klumu meaning what he gave is nothing because no one is getting shavaprutas worth they have to give it back to him he has to add money and then give it again when it's called a mushav lashem when it's called returned oydim like even the lechazilei since we know it's not enough for them so miikarali yedaya koi. It's not given for them. It's given for the next week's Mishmar. And Toysvus on top of the Ahmed adds clearly, and therefore I'm reading inside Toysvus, the Chiddush would be that he can bring an Asham now. Even though we learned in the Mishnah, first you have to give back the money, and only then can you bring the Karben. And he's bringing the money to the first week's Mishmar, Yehoyariv. If we can say this is already designated for next week's, maybe Rava held it's already considered given to the next week's Mishmar. A week early.
Wow, and therefore the Ashim can be brought now. That's the question. Take who? Next question. But Yerava, Kahanim, Maush, Yachleku, Gezel Hager, Keneged Gezel Hager. And as we're going to learn right now in the Gemara, from a din that we will learn, God willing, in Menachas and a Masechtas Kedushin, that Kahanim are not allowed to divide, make deals, make transactions with the Kachim that they receive. You know what I'm getting this week? I'm not that hungry this week, I'm not feeling well, so all the meat that I'm getting this week will go to you, and then when you'll be your turns, I'll get it. You can't make transactions with Kachim. Can they make transactions with this Gezel Ager? Me and Nidim, do we say that since Asham Kari Rahman of the Torah unusually calls the money Asham, why did Hashem do that? Aside of the dinim that Trevor learned. You can't give it at night, you can't give it in halves. Ma Asham ain't Cholkem, Asham Keneged Asham. Like we just explained, Kahanam cannot make transactions with, the, with that which they receive from Kachi Kachim. Av Gezel, Bach adds, Hager, ain't Cholkem, Gezel, Hager, Keneged Hager. Or perhaps, Gezel, Hager, Mamainu. And as the commentators point out, hold on, Kul Al Mamaida. Once the Kahanam get it, it's their money. It's not kachi kachim. Kachi kachim you can only eat in dazara. Kachi kachim has to be eaten betara. Everyone agrees that once the coin gets this money, it's his. Of course he can make transactions with it. We're speaking here about a case where the Ganef, the Gazlan, gave it back to the head of the Mishmer. The head of the Mishmer did not yet divide it. So at this moment, can one member of the Mishmer tell his chavit, his cousin, you know what? Whatever the money is, you get it, because I know that you need to pay your rent this month. But next time a ger, a person who stole from a ger, will come to, re, uh, to return it, on your mishmar, you'll give it to me. He's making a transaction before he receives it. That's the question. Now it's still called an asham. So how did Pashta Rava answered, Asham Kariya Nachmanam. Rava Lashitasi. The same Rava that says you can't pay at night, you can't pay in halves, says that you cannot do transactions until when they receive the money, but again, once the client receives the money, it's like a money, it's chulundika money. Rav Acha, Rav son Rav Acha, didn't say that my father had a question that later he resolved. He says, Mastin la behedya. His father from the outset said, Amanova, Kahanim, Ein, Cholkim, Gezer, Ager, Keneger, Ager. Why? Because Asham, Kari, Rachmana, and therefore, you cannot do bartering with it. Vaitin. Boy, Yerava asks Rava, Kahanim begezel hager. When the Kahanim of, the, of that Mishmar get that money, are they Yarshim Havum? Or do we view them as Mekabli Matanis Havum? Are they heirs or are they gift recipients? Lamain Afkeminen, Kigain, beautiful example, example number one, Shegazal Chametz, Shoavar Olava Pesach. Right, the robber stole from a ger Chametz. And what did we learn in our Mishnah before? Even though Chametz that belonged to a Jew, even after Pesach, is Asr Bahano. But it's called the Hezek. The Loimin it's not discernible Hezek. He can give it back. Now, if the Kahanam are viewed as the Yarshim of the Ger, this is what he bequeathed to his children. Just like the robber could have given it back to the Ger. So the Yarshim are in the place of the parent. Really, Yerusha is not even something that's called bequeathing, really. The Torah views Yerusha that the children stand in the shoes of the father. The belongings don't go anywhere. It's not that it goes from the property of the father to the property of the son. The property stays with the shoes of the father. The children are now in the place of their father. The children have an aliyah. 
And therefore, if you can give it to the father, you give it to the father through the children. However, but if we view the Kahanim as gift recipients, maybe you can argue, God wants you to give the kind of gift. This is not called a gift. This has no value. Why not? Because the Afro Baalmud has no value. Interestingly, the Gemara says that Rabzi'ira's version, or Rabzi'ira, said that even if they're makabli matanois, you can give back chametz shavar al pesach. That was his way of thinking. Don't ask whether you can give back chametz over all of a Pesach, because when the trader says you have to give a gift to the Kahanim, the trader is saying whatever you would have given to the Ger, you got to give a gift to Hashem. And being that we paskin that you can give the victim chametz, so that you can give it also to the Kahanim. But I agree that there is a question whether the, the Kahanim are called Yarshim or whether they're called Mechabali Matanis. But there's another Nafkeminim. What will be the difference between whether they are heirs or whether they are gift recipients? This person stole so much from the convert that even though we're saying that when he returns it, he returns it to all the members of that Mishmar, Imagine if what he returned was so much that each coin got 10 animals. And what's the question now? There's a rule that when you have animals born into your herd, you have to give once a year Maiser Behemoth. But the din of Maiser Behemoth is only on animals that were born to you. If you bought animals, then you don't give, or if you receive gifts, animals, you don't give uh, Maiser Behemoth on it, even if the original owners did not separate Maiser. So what happens if this robber never separated Maiser Behemoth? He gave the animals that he stole from the Ger, Lashem Lakoyin. Each one coin, that means each coin got 10 animals or more. So the question is, do the coin, the, the one who received it, does he have to separate one out of the 10? You know, they put the animals in a, in a pen and there was a narrow exit and they had the animals exit and the owner counts and the 10th, he paints with the red paint on the back and he says, that Kodesh Lashem. Oi, do we say, he doesn't have to give it. Explains the Gemara. Do we say, Yarshem Havu, and the Bach says, Vav, Ve'amar Mar, that the din of Yarshem is, Konobut Visabayis, Chayovim, that when Yarshem acquire from the state of the father, they do also have to give Maiser Behemoth. Again, because we don't view Yerusha as a transference. Everything stays where it was. It was born into the father's herds. It's still in the father's herd. The father is not here. The children are in the place of the father. If the Kahanim who get Lashem Lakoyin are called gift recipients, we learned in the Mishnah that Halikeyach, if a person buys animals that were never tithed, but it wasn't born to them, or if they got it in a gift, So the question is mine. So Rava asked the question whether can be given to the Kahanim. And Abzeira says, no, that even if it's Mechabal Matanis, you can give the Chametz. But we have an Afkemina, whether it's called Yerusha or Ematana. So here we're going to go quickly. The Gemara basically is going to answer that we know from Parshas Kairach after he attempted to make a rebellion, and everyone is equally holy, and Hashem through Moshe Rabbeinu reiterated that all the Kahanim. Kamat gezot the English, huh? 
reiterated that no, that the Kahanim are special and the Kahanim are separated and there are 24 gifts to Kahanim, we're going to see that this Gezel get is one of the Chav Dalet Matnois Kahuna. It's a Matana. And therefore, if it's a Matana, according to Rava, you cannot give Chametz back to the Kahanim. Here you have to give to the Kahanim the value of the Chametz, Keshas HaGezela, before it became Asr Bahana, Or according to Rav Zeira, you will not, the Kayin will not have to separate Maiser Behema. So now we're going to learn through all the Chavdal of Matna Iskona, we'll learn it Bikitzer. So Toshima, we learned in Abraisa. Esen Ba'arba Matna Iskona, that Hashem gave to the Kahanim and to the, the, his descendants 24 gifts. And Vekulam Nitnu, and they were given, and Parshas Kairach, the Torah spoke it out in a way of a Klau Prat Uklau, a generalization. Then the Torah specifies, Rashi brings the Psukim and Kairach, and then the Torah again made a generalization. And the Torah adds the words Brit. Melach, a covenant of salt. Salt is something that's never Masriach. So whenever Hashem wants to speak about something that is eternal, even though of course Torah and mitzvahs are eternal regardless, but there are certain mitzvahs that in them there is a greater revelation of the eternity of the Torah. And that's included in the Matnas Kohona. That forever they are separated and forever they have these 24 gifts. And therefore says the Braisa, that call Hamikaiman, whoever keeps the, the Matnas Kohona, both the givers and the receivers is as Rashi says. I'm reading inside Rashi. It's as if you keep the entire Torah because the whole Torah was given in a way that we have to learn from it. Torah was given with Torah Shavalpeh. And one of the rules of Torah Shavalpeh is back in the Braisa. And whoever keeps them, Ubris Melach. Says Rashi, it's as if you're keeping all of the karbanos because normally the words of bris melach is said on the karbanos, and and the, and, the, and the negative God forbid bris melach. In other words, in the positive, whoever keeps the chafdal of matnas kohona, you know there are certain mitzvahs that are shukulays connected kolatayrekula. Now, you have this by many, you have this by Shabbos, you have this by tzitzis, different lush, different lashonos. Uh, you have this by tefillin, you have this by the matnas kohona. And here, in this expression, not shikula connected kala to kula, it's unusual. But keilu, mikayim, klalu, prato, klalu, brismel. The elohein, and now let's go through the 24. So first we, we divide them into groups. Ten of them are gifts that are given in the Beis HaMikdash, meaning they are kachik kachim. Another four are given in Yerushalayim, or they could be eaten in Yerushalayim. The other, the final ten, are bigvulin. In other words, gvulin either refers to Eretz Yisrael, but as we'll see in a moment, some of the ten in the gvulin even apply in Chutz La'aretz. Now let's go through the twenty-four. All of the kachi kachim animals, aside of the oil that's fully, fully burnt on the Mizbeach, some of it, is given to whom? To the Kahanim. Now they have to eat it in the Migdosh. They have to eat it in the Azara. Rashi uses the words inside the Koloim. Koloim were the curtains during the times of the Mishkan. So whenever we have in the Mishnayis, Koloim, Kloim, these are Mishnayis that were taught by Moshe Rabbeinu. So we kept his words. Because when the Mishnah was written, if it was only written during the Zman of the Tanaim, the words would have been, you know, in the Azara. In the Chaymas, not in the curtains. But anyways. So Chat is Behemoth. Eaten by the Kahanim. Rashi counts, oh, we don't have time, all the five Ashamais. And the first one is this Asham, the Asham, called Asham Gezelis. The Karen Chaymish, the Asham. 
And again, the meat of the Asham, the hide of the Asham is given to the Kahanim of that Mishmar. The Asham Talui, Asham Talui would mean like this. Whenever a person violated the sin for which the penalty bemazed is cut, if a person does a Bishoyig, they have to bring a Khatas. Limashal, Chelev of a kosher animal is also worse than Chazid. Chazid is a lav, makis, eating treif, eating chelev, chayv kadis. If a person eats chelev b'shoigig, chayv chatos. What happens if a person has, and this is dafka the case, there are two pieces of meat. For sure one of them is chelev, but the other one is not chelev. They look alike because it's fat, it's called shuman. A person ate one of them, you don't know, the eater doesn't know whether he needs to bring a chatos or not. During that period of not knowing, he brings an ashram tali. And by the way, if he finds out later, after he brings the Asham Tali that Itake ate the Chelev, he can't say, I'm already forgiven because I brought a carbon. No, if you know now you ate the Chelev, you bring a Chatos. But in order for the person not to be penalized, so he brings it, what's called a Asham that has, has the consequence hanging. It doesn't affect him yet. Number five, Zifchi Shalmit Sibur. You know which Shalmit Sibur is called Kachi Kachim? The two animals, the two lambs that were brought on Shavuos with the Shtei HaLechem. The Shtei HaLechem was Bechlal not offered. The Shtei HaLechem was divided by the Kahanim. But the meat of these two lambs were divided amongst the Kahanim. The sixth is Loik Shem and Shem So the Metzayda has to bring three Karbanas. Oila, Chatos and an Asham. And the whole thing that with the Asham, that the Metzayda who is now almost pure, so he can enter Machna Levia. We learned this so many times. But he stands in Shar Niknor. So he's not yet in the... Uh, in the area where he cannot be only after he brings kapara, but he puts his ear in the airspace of the azara. The kain who shechts the asham will take from the blood of the asham and put it on his ear and on his thumb, right thumb and on the big right toe. And then he brings a loik shaman. So the kain is going to pour the oil into the left hand of another kain. And that kain who received it in the left hand will take his right finger, put it into the oil and put it on top of the place where the blood was put. So he puts it on the ear, Tnuch Eisen Hayiminis, on the, his big thumb, and on the Boyin Ragle Hayimanis. And then Timin Hagam, they took the rest of the oil and he smeared it on the head of the Mitzayra. That was a nice gesture. He did that to, to, to waiters, we learned. He put oil on their heads as a tip. <laughs> Try that today. And the rest of the oil was given to the Kahanim. And number seven, the Oymer that is brought on the, no, the, the carbon Oymer. Second day of Pesach, Tezayin. So the Kemitzah was offered on the Mizbeach and the rest is given to the Kahanim. Shtei the bread of, we just mentioned, that was made out of wheat, that was brought together with the two lambs on Shavuos, that was Taka Chametz. The Lacham Apanim, every week the Lacham Apanim was taken off. It wasn't baked on Shabbos, it was baked on Friday, but it was exchanged on Shabbos. The Levoyne was offered on the Mizbeach, but the bread was given to the Kahanim. The Shiyari Menachis, all the Menachis, Rashi says, if it was brought by a Kayan, the whole thing was offered on the Mizbech. If it was brought by Yisrael, a Kemitzah was taken and the rest was given to Kahanim. Those are ten. Gvaldik. Vaitir. Four in Yerushalayim. What's the Yerushalayim B'chayra? Okay. If a person has a calf, sheep, or a goat that the mother never gave birth before, the first issue of the womb was a male. The male is given to the Kayan. If the animal is blemished, he can eat it. But if the animal is unblemished, it has to be brought as a carbon. After it's brought as a carbon, the Kayanim get to eat the meat in Yerushalayim. The Bikurim. No, no, no. We're speaking about Bukhar. Bikurim. The animal can be sacrificed as Mincha as anything. No, no. Animal is an animal. Not a Mincha. Mincha is only flour. Bikurim is from the seven grains, from the seven species. Right, and it's chita 
v'chulei, that you bring from that bikurim, that is given to the Kayan and he eats it in Yerushalayim. V'hamura minat nazir, quickly if a person brings a carbon toida. So first of all, from every carbon toida, a side of the chazay and the shaykh, which means a side of the breast and the right hind leg, you, which you give to the Kayan, you also brought 40 loaves of bread that were divided into 10 different types. One of these types were also chametz, chametz. And then from each group of the 10, you gave one to the Kayan. So the Kahanim received four chalois from the 40 chalois. By a nazir, the nazir brings three karbanais. We had this last year, this time. The chatas, the oila, and the shlamim. The ayel, the shlamim. The ayel of the shlamim was unique. By a nazir, a side of the chazay and the shaykh, you also gave the zraya the right foreleg that was cooked to the kayan. And also the person brought 20 loaves of bread baked into two categories, 10 and 10, and from each group of 10, he gave one to the Kayan, all of that is called the Muram, that's one category, the Oiris Kachim, the Oiris of Kachim Kachim, go to the Kahanim, it's important, Kachim Kachim, Chatos, Asham, this case of the Shalmei Tzibur, because by Kachim Kalim, if I bring a carbon Shlamim, I, the owner, I get the meat, and I get the hide. Now by the way, we also learned in Yuma, that being that Yerushalayim was loy so people were not allowed to charge rent. They cannot charge rent in Yerushalayim. We'll try this today. So what did they get during the Aliyah Slenegel? That all of the oiras were given to the homeowner, so to say. But it doesn't go to the Kahanim. But by Kachik Kachim, it goes to the Kahanim. Vasara Bigvulin, what are the Tanan Bigvulin? Truma. And by the way, we learned that there's Truma, Midrabanan in Syria, in the, in the countries near Yerushalayim. Right? Trumas Meiser, when the Levi gets the Meiser, he has to give 10% of what he got to the Kayan. Chala, from the five grains, Midoyeraisa, in Eretz Yisrael. When you have the minimum amount baked, you have to separate. This is when it's Midoyeraisa, there's a shear. One from 24, one from 48, and give it to a Kayan. Reishis Hagez, in Eretz Yisrael. The first shearings, we just had this not that long ago. So, Midorabanan, you have to give at least 160th. If you shore, five animals, and each animal's wool weighs at least a cellar and a half, or more. Then you have to give one sixtieth to the Kayan. Vahamatanois, that refers to all animals, to all shechita, not kachim. And many people hold it, it's even on chutzlaretz. There's a whole to do, why don't we do it today, for those who don't do it today. But you have the zroya, the lichoyayim, and the keva. Right, the right four leg, the right hand, the right arm, the, the, the cheekbones with the tongue, and one of the stomachs called the keva, has to be given to the coin. Pidyan aben, we know what pidyan aben is. Pidyan peter chamor, if a person has a first issuing of a chamor, that's a male, even though it's not a kosher animal, something special about the donkey, that it has to be exchanged with either a lamb or a goat. People do this in chutz laharetz. That's why when it says gavulin, gavulin doesn't only mean Eretz Yisrael. It can mean even chutz laharetz. Stay achuza, we just had this yesterday, if a person was magdish, a field that he inherited as a Yerusha, if he did not redeem it, but another person did, a buyer bought it, on Yoival, the buyer doesn't get to keep it, but it doesn't go back to the original owner, it goes to the Kahanim that are working in the Mishmar Anyam Kippur, they're lucky ones of that week, they get these fields, or if a person says, my field is a Chedim, stay Haramim, and the Gezel Ager, the final one. Gezel Ager is one of the Chav Dalad Matnes Kahuna. Says the Gemara, Ah, Vikakari Mias Matana, Ha, Zestach, it's called a Matana. Shwamino, 
And therefore, for example, the coin will be potted from separating Maiser Behema. Therefore, according to Rava, you cannot give Chametz to the Kayin, you have to give the money of the Gezela, Kishasa Gezela. Let's hop on another few lines. Nasan Asakesel Anshe Mishmar says the Mishnah, and then the robber died, you, he doesn't get his money back, even though the Asham was not brought. Amar Abayi says, Abayi is a Haraya, Kesev Mechaper Mechza, it's a pity Danny's not here, that Kesev gives partial atonement, because if the money without the carbon does zero atonement, the money should be returned. Because the Eli Mechaper, Havamina, I would say, Why would you give it back to the Yarshim? It was given. So we're introducing a new concept, Maitama, because it's as if he verbalized a retroactive condition. I'm giving it because I want to get atonement. If I'm not going to get atonement, I'm never giving it. Wow. So it's that there is partial kapara. The whole money, of the kapara. Let's remember this, God willing, for Makas, when we're going to learn that in kapara lemechza, there's issues with this. But the Gemara is going to challenge this whole logic. He didn't make that verbal condition. Are you telling me that if a person gives something, if in his mind he only gave it because he wanted to achieve something, if it's not achieved, it's retroactively nullified? How can you say that? The holding of a chatos that the owner separates it if he died before it was brought. There's a halacha, that animal cannot be brought because there's no kapara to the dead. And you can't even redeem it. There's a halacha, you put the animal in a room and you let it die. But why do we let it die? Why don't we say that retroactively, he only separated it, he should get an atonement. If he's not getting an atonement, he never sanctified it. So they answered, Logically, you're right. It's an exception. The same thing by Asham Elamato, Asham Shemesu by love. Why do we say that you have to let it pasture, and then sell it and buy a Wherever there is a rule by Chatas that it has to be put to death or let to die by Asham Raya. Also an exception. Elamayato, the final question. Yevama Shenofnulifnaimukashkin. The man marries uh, Ruven marries a Rachel and Ruven dies without children. Then Rachel falls to Yibam to Shimon. What happens if Shimon is Pashid despicable, he's disgusting, he has uh, boils all over the place? She, uh, she's stuck with him. Now obviously she can get Khalitza. But why don't we say that had she known that she would fall to Shimon as a Yevama, she never would have gotten Kedushin from Ruven. Why don't we retroactively nullify the first Kedushin? Says the Gemara, that's not true. That even though Rashi says, when she got Kedushin from her first husband, even though if she would have known that she might fall stuck with the Zika to Shimon the Mukashchin, she still would have married Reuven. The first one, why? Like Rashlakish says, that a woman really doesn't want to live alone. Tav of Tandu, it's better to live as two together. of to live alone. And therefore the first condition is not nullified. But Abaya stands his ground that the Adata Dahachi, Loinosan is a that there's Kapara Lamechza, wow, to be continued.